You're on air with Douglas, where fans are connected to their favorite celebrities. And now, here's your host, Douglas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, April 10th. We're coming to you live from the West Coast at 6 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to continue to celebrate Young and Restless's 40th anniversary this month with tonight's guest. He is a daytime Emmy Award winner. He has also not only portrayed Jack Abbott for almost the same amount of time as the show has been number one, as he said on the top not too long ago. Uh, and also, he played Dr. Cliff Warner on All My Children in the 80s. And of course, I'm talking about the one and only Peter Bergman. So welcome, Peter, to the show. Thank you, Doug. Great to be here. Uh, thank you so much. It's a, it's a real pleasure. Um, and also, fans, uh, don't miss out next Wednesday. I have Doug Davidson on to continue the celebration, and, that, and he plays uh, Paul Williams as well on Young and the Restless. So, Peter, how is uh, all this whirlwind about the 40th anniversary going for you? You know, it's, it's, it's funny. While it has been a big deal and everybody's made a big deal of it, it's over, and we're back to, to grinding out uh, six shows every four days. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, we were happy to to have a milestone, happy to have a marker. But uh, everybody, have a piece of cake, uh, have a toast, and let's get back to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it, I I saw you at the cake cutting ceremony, and after you know the paparazzi was taking all the pictures and everything, you're like, okay, time to go back to work. And it was it was that's funny. right. That's yeah. it, it was it really was just like that. I, I mean, we certainly uh, it's it's significant for all of us, and it was a, a a chance to stop and think. Wow, yeah, I've been here for a long time. This show was 13 years old when I started. Uh, 17 mm-hmm. years old when I started, mm-hmm. and a 17 year old show today is a pretty new soap opera. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, so you're no stranger to daytime. You, you know, as uh, a lot of fans know, they they fell in love with you over in All My Children. So how did you get your start into to daytime from Harvard My- to daytime? My start in daytime television is is the stuff of legend. The stuff you everybody should remember this to tell their children. Um, I, I was an actor in New York. I was a theater snob. I was uh, I had three auditions on this day in May. Well, I guess it probably was April. The audition um, and uh, and the first was a theater audition, and I very much wanted to get this thing. The se- the second was uh, uh, was a, a commercial audition, and the third was this thing at a, a soap opera. I'd never seen a soap opera. It was called All My Children, and uh, uh, so the, in the morning I went to my commercial audition, and you know it was as all commercial auditions are. You know, uh, uh, you know, there was a bunch of guys in the room that looked like me, and we all went in and read two sentences, and then you know left. And mm-hmm. I went straight back to the theater where I'd spent the previous day reading a, a, a new Tennessee Williams script um, that they were going to do on Broadway, and I was convinced I was going to be the star of this this play. And uh, and I had read the script the day before, and I went back to the theater after my commercial audition and got ready for my audition. I went out on stage, and no sooner. Did I step on stage, and everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It just—I mm-hmm. I, kind of lost my page. I, I, it, everything was 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 bad. And after a short while, the director, a very famous man named Jose Quintero, said uh, very kindly, "Thank you," <laughs> uh, from this giant theater. And uh, I went home, and I was so depressed. And my agent, who never called, never called after an audition, called me because she knew how much I wanted this mm-hmm. and said, how did it go? I said, it went awful. Rhonda, you should get rid of me. I'm a horrible client. I'm a bad actor. She said, well, don't forget, you have that All My Children audition. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Doug, I would, n- I would not have gone to the – I was so depressed, I forgot completely about the All My Children audition. And, mm-hmm. you know, because she reminded me, I had to go to the yeah. All My audition and it, and I, I went in there and uh, you know the audition went pretty well and uh, a couple of days later they called me back and then and then the producers wanted to meet me and uh, so then I started taking it really seriously and I figured you know I could make this thing last for six months and I wouldn't have to keep leaving town to do theater to save my money to come back so I didn't have to wait tables in between jobs and mm-hmm. everything and uh, 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 ten years later I was still there wow and yeah. now I mean, it's, so it's, it's that it's that cautionary tale uh, mm-hmm. go to the audition go go to the job interview go follow up uh, uh, somebody set something up for you go, go do it mm-hmm 
Yes, you know, just like, just for example, and in, in, in with my show, you know, I, my little idea was just this little tiny idea, and it's just, you know, I kept at it, and I kept going, to, you know, because I want to be part of celebrating and saving daytime, and, and now it's turned into something big, and I mean, you know, I tell everybody out there, you know, if you believe in something and you want something to happen, you have to work for it. You just don't expect yeah, it to yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I really believe that, Doug. I, 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 you know, it's it's been proven too many times, and your story is, Every bit as good as mine. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, a show about soap operas. Have we, have we already done this? No. <laughs> I want to do something uh, slightly different, and and they eventually listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of all my children, um, uh, you know, it's coming back, which is great. You know, we're getting it on a new platform with with them also uh, one life to live. Uh, what are your thoughts about the, the status of daytime now with all the soap? Well, I can up tell and- you that everyone in daytime television is cheering them on, hoping they mm-hmm. are a giant success, hoping yeah. that they uh, they are uh, 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 yeah, a towering success. That uh, America suddenly decides they want to watch soap operas on on the, on their on the internet. Um, uh, I uh, I thought it was uh, not just a shame; it was a crime that those shows were taken off the air. Particularly, One Life to Live and All My Children. Uh, they had a loyal, large, loyal following. They replaced them with a couple cooking shows. I don't know how you possibly build a loyal fan base for a bunch of people sitting around a, a, a countertop talking about what they're going to cook today and when you know what they're wearing in their hair. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it it just uh, I, uh, you know God bless the revolution and the Jew, uh, but uh, but it was a tragic mistake, and uh, I hope ABC gets to look back and say, "Ooh, did we make a giant mistake?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm very very excited. I grew up on CBS shows, so I know I was hit hard when you know uh, uh, Guy Knight and Azrael Turns left, and uh, you know I, can't, I just can't. I'm so happy for the fans of the ABC show. So maybe this could be a resurrection of other things as well, since we're moving into a whole new territory with online media. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful new thing. They're they're taping them in Stanford, Connecticut. I'd love to work in Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I have some happy memories in Fairfield County, Connecticut, and, uh, and it'd be a great place to work. And obviously, a few of the people I worked with are are, are there, and uh, and I'd love to see them succeed. Yeah. Now, so you went to the All My Children, uh, in, uh, you know, the audition, and you got it. So, what was it like being that was your first forte into uh, to daytime? Because I mean, it's such a different, uh, bit of more, uh, you know. Way of scheduling, you know, versus well, we we have show. to we have to date this. Uh, uh, this was uh, in 1979. This happened, mm-hmm. and the great wave of daytime success kind of started in the next year. It was 1980, then 81, then 82. That you know, people soap opera people on the cover of People magazine. Uh, Tony Geary's on the cover of Time magazine with Elizabeth Taylor. It was just, and and I didn't know this at the time, that we were riding the crest of this wave, you know, that it was ABC Love in the Afternoon, this ABC juggernaut of success, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, starting with Ryan's Hope, then uh, uh, All My Children, then One Life to Live, then General Hospital. It was it was a juggernaut. It was mm-hmm. it was amazing, and uh, so I just figured this was normal daytime life, and and I didn't realize what was happening that that this was kind of a national phenomenon that mm-hmm. was happening back then. That suddenly America kind of came out of the closet and said, "Oh yeah, I've been watching soap operas for a long time." Kids mm-hmm. on college campuses across America were scheduling their classes around soap operas. People were staying in touch with old friends that uh, they lost track of uh, uh, by by calling and, and, and talking about what happened on their soap. It was uh, just this giant thing that, that, uh, that I got to be part of. So um, uh, I was humbled immediately. Immediately it just seemed, wow, this is bigger than I ever thought. <laughs> I didn't realize it was it was... That was that was it, it's hyped. That was the the peak of daytime television success. Yeah, and and also you were part of a of a big super couple with uh, you know with Cliff and, and Nina. 
Uh, that that too was uh, you know who who knew I, I just figured everybody who's in a love story you know uh, has a good partner and and you know everything works out and I didn't realize I had this magical relationship with Taylor Miller that translated on television wonderfully she was a great friend and uh, and we went through a lot of life changes together marriages and divorces and and children being born and uh, uh, we really shared a lot of things she was a, a very significant woman in my life Taylor Miller and I'm still in touch with her oh that's fantastic I, did, I saw that she had uh, uh, returned all my children you know for different occasions after um, after Cliff was no longer part of the picture so uh, uh, is she working now? Is she filming anything? She she is uh, has has moved on to a whole new area. She's a dietitian and she's helping people get their their eating act together in Chicago. And she's having some real success doing it. And uh, and you know her her days at all my children kind of sadly came to an end when James Mitchell left us. Yeah. And uh, and uh, there's another towering giant. I had no idea how lucky I was to work with somebody like James Mitchell. To say he was a, a consummate professional doesn't completely cover it. He, Because of his dance background, he was so disciplined. He was so prepared when he came to work that I thought that's how what, what all actors were supposed to do. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's what I did. And it served me so well over the years. Uh, I've, I've watched... I've watched different actors uh, approach this work different ways, and I still swear by James Mitchell. Uh, you, you, there's no uh, no substitute for really knowing your script inside out. Yeah. And James Mitchell was a shining example of that. Yeah, for fans of All My Children that may have not watched Young and Restless, do you still get recognized as as Cliff? It's for fans that that never watch Young and the Restless, they would recognize me physically, but the characters are really quite different. There, there are yeah. there are moments I must say that when uh, when Jack's being especially nice, that you know there are probably little little touches of Cliff in there, but uh, all in all, they're vastly different characters. Yeah. So after um, all my children, uh, uh, after Cliff left in '89, and you, how did the uh, transition to Young and the Restless with Bill Bell happen? Well, the transition to Young and the Restless was a, a, a very uh, a lonely transition, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, when my job at All My Children came to an end, I told my wife, um, I, I don't want to move to Los Angeles. I definitely don't want to replace somebody. Mm-hmm. On, a, on a soap opera, on all my children, we didn't have much success with replacements, and uh, and uh, the third thing was, you know, all my children hasn't really come to an end. These young and people, restless people, are calling, and and uh, I'm not sure I want to do another soap right away. Mm-hmm. Well, thank thank God I I had no real resolve because all three of those things I did. I replaced somebody. I I went to the West Coast, and I started another soap opera. <laughs> Only when I got there, everybody, everybody knew Jack Abbott better than I did. <laughs> every grip, every sound guy, every every cameraman, every you know, every electrician on the show knew more about Jack Abbott than Peter Bergman did. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, initially, it was kind of lonely. Everybody was kind of used to somebody else playing this role and he was a fine actor and uh, and uh, had played it for 10 years and was a very popular character and so it was yeah it was kind of lonely there for a little while but bill bell i guess the story really uh, you know the real truth of the story is terry lester again a fine actor on his way out burned a few bridges mm-hmm. and one of the bridges he burned was bill bell and mm-hmm. bill bell decided when he replaced Terry Lesser, he was going to make sure America loved this new guy. <laughs> and so he wrote story for me from the moment I got there that was fun and compelling and interesting and and full of uh, lots of different levels. And, uh, and it took about six months before the audience started to really come around mm-hmm. uh, and, and stop thinking about Terry Lesser and Probably a year later. I mean, you know, after after a year, a lot of people couldn't remember what the the first guy looked like. Mm-hmm. And and that to me 
is one of the great miracles of daytime television. I, I do not claim any credit for that phenomenon. Uh, that mm. phenomenon is just, I don't know, God shined on me. Uh, <laughs> because I think that's the hardest thing to ask an audience to do. Yeah. Get, get used to a co- totally different person playing this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's a lot to ask the audience to accept, and they absolutely did accept it and accepted me, and I'm grateful to this day. Yeah. So when you went in, had, did you look back on how he did his, or did you make your own Jack out of No. Uh, uh, they had sent me some tapes of his, his scenes, and, and because uh, he, he was a very stylized actor, and I, I thought he was really good at what he did, but it isn't what I did, you know, it isn't, mm-hmm. that isn't the kind of work I did. So I, I watched for a couple of scenes to see what his relationship was to his sister's and what his relationship was to Jill, uh, to, to just kind of uh, uh, see the, the dynamic that was already set up there, because you can't change that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I put the tape away and never saw it again. Nah. Well, you you know, I was very young when that happened. I've been watching since 80, about uh, 83 or so, so I've been watching for a long time. And uh, when, you know, when you came on, I was just like, wow, who is this guy? I, mean, I was just a young kid at the time in high school. I was like, this guy is amazing. And I'm so glad that you've been with us for 20 Three years now, twenty two, twenty three years, almost twenty four years. Uh, October yeah. will be twenty four. Wow. I mean, I mean, look at the time. I mean, I was there. I was in the audience uh, there at the talk, and when you were talking about, uh, you know, your 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 on on as long as you have, and and it's coincidental that it's also funny how it's also been the number one drama for that same time. So kudos to you. <laughs> well, it's it's it, 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 uh, you know, I'm, I'm just the luckiest actor you'll ever talk to. That, yeah. that, I, that I had great success on one soap opera, and mm-hmm. then even bigger success on a second soap opera. Find me more of those people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 part of a very very small club. Yeah. Well, Jack Abbott has been through hell and back, and still today, twenty you know twenty three years later, uh, your character is still going through so much. Um, you know, right now we're we're seeing a, a lack of the Abbott core family that we're used to for so many years, which is what you know part of what Bill Bell created the show based you know with the Abbott family in mind. Um, luckily, you get to see your on-screen father uh, as as a ghost, as your conscience. Uh, what's it like working with him on this? You know, working with Jerry as, as this kind of character versus you know your live father. I I, I want to I I will tell anyone who asks me this the greatest mistake that's been made in the time I've been at Young and the Restless was was uh, killing uh, uh, John Abbott. Mm-hmm. It was a tragic mistake. It was a, just a, a wrong-headed idea. It, it gathered momentum. Uh, the wrong people uh, spoke up. The right people stayed quiet in, in the room, and they let it happen, thinking it would, you know, trigger lots of storyline of, you know, Jack trying to, you know, gain control of the Abbott family and things like that. And in fact, it was one week of great storyline, maybe two weeks of great mm-hmm. storyline. And then a giant hole in, in 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 the in the fabric of Young and the Restless. Um, uh, I'm not saying he was a central pivotal character, but he he was for so many people a turning post he, for Jack Abbott. He was he brought out a softer, uh, a kinder Jack Abbott. He brought up brought out a more innocent Jack Abbott. He was a touchstone for. For Victor Newman, who could bully his way all around Genoa City, but when he was standing opposite John Abbott, he couldn't really pull off that same stuff mm-hmm. because because John Abbott was a man of such dignity. For Ashley, he was uh, he was uh, uh, you know th- this gentle father who you know helped her through you know she's had more than her share of troubles, mm-hmm. and he was always the constant in her life. Um, yeah. It was just a terrible loss for the show, and I and when they first talked to me about we're going to have Jerry come back and uh, you know be kind of you know a specter, a, a, a ghost, uh, or you know just Jack's conscience. I said to them, "Well, let's make him Jack's conscience. Let's not make him a character. Let's not make him a ghost. Let's make him a guy that Jack cannot let go of." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful because when they first talked about doing it, I thought, yeah, I'm going to do the ghost story on Young and the Restless. <laughs> and uh, and it has been 
so valuable. It is so wonderful. Every time Jerry comes in, I get to, to touch on that again. I get to uh, this. This was the central figure in Jack Abbott's life, and he just can't let go of him. And mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he's so amazing. I got to meet him as well um, at, the, at the CBS party, and he's just a great man. And he's, a, past- he's a sweet, sweet man. This past Friday, I was able to speak to Beth Maitland. We spent 90 minutes together, and just it was such a great, great experience to, to talk to her. And she she said that you know recently she's been back taping, and she said that you told her that uh, when you work with Beth, you are the Jack that you like to be along those lines. That's that's the truth. That's mm-hmm. that's the absolute truth. Uh, uh, the, I love when Beth is there because I get to play a Jack that I never get to play. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I used to get to play him all the time when she was there all the time, yeah. but it's it, it, it's there there is a a, a a centeredness in Tracy and in her character, a kindness, a Jack's tricks, all of Jack's you know uh, the manipulations and all of Jack's uh, little games that he plays and everything. He knows he can't play with Tracy. He has to talk straight with her, and it's just a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I'll be glad to see her back on the screen. You know, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. In fact, in fact, uh, I'm I'm uh, uh, today. I spent a lot of time preparing for scenes I have with Beth Maitland tomorrow. Oh, that's fantastic. Is there a possibility of you know building back the Abbott family? I mean, we have Billy and Kyle, but you know the core family. You know, we know Ashley and Tracy is off in in, in New York right now, and. Well, I'm not, I haven't given up on Ashley. I haven't given up on Tracy. But uh, but uh, Ashley right now is over on Days of Our Lives. But I want her back, and mm-hmm. and and a lot of people at uh, Young and the Restless want her back, and a lot of people at CBS realize, oops, we shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the powers that be are going to do something about that. I think the show really needs Ashley Abbott, and so I'm not giving up there. But I'm very very grateful that I we have Kyle, uh, we have Abby. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both young Abbots and uh, future leaders of the Abbott clan, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love that there's you know there's multi generations going on there, yeah. and uh, and I love working with the people that play these roles, and so yeah, that's that's been great fun for me. You know that that that's that too is a role that Jack has been slow to but has always kind of dreamed of, uh, being, as his father was, the patriarch of the family. Yeah. So through through Kyle and through Abby, and frankly through Billy, uh, that's who Jack gets to be. Yeah. Now there's one child that we've not seen for a long time, Chemo Abbott. (laughs) Who's that? Chemo Abbott. Oh, Chemo. Yes, Chemo. (laughs) Well, okay, I'm going to be real honest with you, Doug, on the air. I hated that storyline so much, I cannot tell you. Oh, really? The whole lawn storyline, the Vietnam part of things, the chemo part of things, I thought it was so hard to believe. Mm-hmm. It was so far-fetched. It was so out there. I played it for all I could, but it was not rewarding work. It just wasn't. So when people bring up chemo, I always say, who? Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> talk about some leading women. Uh, Jack has been with some of the most beautiful uh, women in town. And well, he's all right, then, Yeah. And so you've been lucky as an actor as well to be with these actresses. Uh, currently, he's, you know, uh, getting ready to take off to Istanbul with, uh, with Phyllis. Um, who do you think is Jack's real true love? Is it Nikki? Is it Phyllis? Uh, you know, Patty, or, you know, not Patty, sorry. Um, there's one blank on the other one, sorry. But who do you think uh, is, is the lead of Jack's life? Well, I think I think if I had to, to pick one of the ladies that Jack's been with that has most affected his life, I have to say it's Phyllis. Yeah. Um, uh, there is something about Phyllis that is so like Jack. They are two kind of broken people. They come from different sides of the track, but they they are equally broken. They are. I always say about Jack and Phyllis. They are, uh, are are wonderfully, deliciously, tantalizingly wrong for each other, mm-hmm. and 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 they they fight it with everything in them, and and I frankly hope they win one day. Yeah. But 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 the 
stars are aligned against them. No. They cannot make it work, in much in the same way that there are characters that they are star-crossed, that you know, they're going to eventually be with each other no matter what. They're, they're, it's destiny. It's, you can feel it. You can sense it. It's destiny. I kind of feel like Jack and Phyllis have the opposite, have this destiny that they love and care for each other and they will fight for each other and they will swear by each other but they can't make it work. And I love playing it. I, I think Michelle Stafford is a truly gifted actress. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is an adventure working with her. You've had her on the show. She's just as wild and crazy and zany and unpredictable and fun as she is in an interview uh, when you work with her. She's, she's just uh, uh, a case. That said, I think... Uh, 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 every woman that Jack's been with has had a major imprint on his life. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to Nikki, uh, obviously Patty, you know, left her mark a little bit later mm-hmm. uh, uh, when she shot Jack, or his first wife. Uh, but then Nikki is really the first woman Jack fell in love with. You know, he's yeah. trying to get his father's company back. He's going to make a deal with the devil and give Victor Nikki to get Chabot back. It gets Nikki to fall in love with him and at the last minute against all of Jack's wishes, he falls in love with Nikki. Yeah. And he falls and he falls face first. He just he's not careful at all. He just falls face first and eventually gets his heart broken. But but I've always played that when Jack Abbott is in a room and Nikki walks in, something changes. Yeah. Something Jeez. changes. Uh, uh, when when uh, uh, Nicholas and Phyllis um, had their fling and Jack found himself on the outside, he bumps into Sharon, who also finds herself on the outside, and it seemed at the time like it was just kind of convenient for the writers. That, well, we'll throw those two together. They don't have anybody. <laughs> and we turned it into something pretty, pretty cool. This was this was somebody who had a kind of uh, 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 who demanded a kind of honesty from Jack that Jack couldn't supply. And uh, and it was a giant challenge for Jack. And so Jack and Sharon, and when Jack sees Sharon, she changed his life in a very big way. He 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 still owes Sharon uh, for for what she she did with him. And 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 I play I play all of the loves of my life that way. That that uh, that Jack's because Jack doesn't kind of. Uh, pussyfoot around. He doesn't tiptoe uh, in, into romantic uh, interludes. Jack dives into love. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he's gotten hurt by pretty much every woman that he's been involved in. Yeah. Now, the last previous few years, uh, we had the uh, amazing opportunity to get to know another actress, Stacey Heideck, who played this a new version of Patty Williams. I've always liked working with her. She was phenomenal. I thought that Doug, I just, I just lost, I, I kind of lost you there for a second. Can you repeat that last question? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was just, I, tell, I was just going to say that in the last few years we got to get to know a new Patty Williams played by uh, Stacey Heideck. I was just wondering how it was working with her. How have I liked working with whom? Uh, Stacey, who plays uh, Patty Williams. Oh, Patty! Oh, that, that was that was a, such fun. Uh, uh, she came in and uh, she was uh, timid at first and careful at first, and eventually this girl just played Patty from her her the soul from the center of her stomach. She was when she was crazy. She was so crazy um, it made you nervous when you were working with her. Um, yeah. she's, a, she's a lovely, lovely actress, and I, I truly enjoyed working with her. Yeah. And um, uh, recently I picked up the, the Bill Bell book that, uh, that was done, uh, his, uh, his uh, biography. Uh, what, what have you learned uh, by working with Bill Bell in the, in the previous years before his, before his passing? Well, the Bill Bell years were the golden years. We had, you know, at the very top, a, a guy who was uh, who was uh, the the king. You know, he, he was the 
the answer man. You know, the, the buck stopped there, and that was a lovely thing. But I, I really came to respect his ability to tell stories in a gradual way. When you were in a Bill Bell story, you never knew if you were peaking or not. Mm-hmm. It kind of seemed like this is the peak of the story, that where the other side is where now we go downhill from here. But he always somehow made the peak kind of sustain it plateaued for a while and then he'd figure a way to make it go up a little bit you know and uh uh and that was really a, a, a phenomenal thing i've worked with a lot of writers in 34 years in daytime television and that was unique to bill bell mm-hmm. yeah i do i definitely do miss him well, we've seen the the change of cards you know a lot since him and uh, it looks like you know this this new team that's in there is doing a fantastic job with uh I'm sorry, Doug. I mi- I missed the last thing you said again. I- I'm having a little trouble with the the, the breakup of your telephone. I'm not sure what's what's going on here. I'm sorry about that. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear I can hear you, and and uh, and I'm listening very very closely. If, if things break up, I'm, I apologize. Are you there? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am, Doug. Hello. Hello. Peter. Hello. Peter. Yes. Hey, it's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. How I are think you? we lost him. His phone is terrible. I, uh, yeah, it really was. I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know if he's oh, not was, aware. Was it for you too, boy? I was really having a hard. I was struggling. Jimmy. Uh, God bless that you made it this far because I just. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Here we, oh, are we there? Yeah, we're hey, here now. Hey, terrific. Gotta love the mountains of Bakersfield taking my internet from me. <laughs> hey, fantastic! I can hear you much clearer now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I was just saying that um, I, I love the uh, the new, you know, how the new regime has really changed a lot of things and has brought a lot more focus back to families and, and passion and romance as well. I agree. I, I that the show should be about relationships and family and mm-hmm. passion and romance and power and uh, and uh, not about businesses and not about. Uh, yeah, I'm just so pleased uh, that that it's really about. Uh, relationships and family, and, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, yeah, uh, I I see that too, and I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, and um, what has uh, Jack not done that you'd like to see in the future? He's done a lot. Well, I, I'd like to see Jack put Victor Newman through a wall. <laughs> I'd like to see him just throw him head first through a wall. Um, outside of that, I've done pretty much everything as Jack Abbott I want to yeah. do. When you say when you get that, one of the scenes that stands out is when you grab when Jack grabs the chair and throws it out the window of the. Oh yeah, that was that was that was great fun. You know, do, you, do you know when when we did it? I I, I was uh, taught, the director was a guy named Mike Denny, and he was he's just a great creative fellow, and uh, and I said. I would love, you know, if if Jack is throwing this thing through the window and it startles the audience and everything, and then they shoot Victor standing there, uh, uh, I would love for it, for this to be the 23rd floor, the 28th floor, whatever it is, uh, 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 that that the wind from up there is bl- so they brought in three fans. And once that chair went out the window, I'm telling you, it was a windstorm in there. It was fantastic. It really was. And Eric was 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 uh, was really ready for the scene, and and uh, and he was terrific in it. Yeah. Every time we think that Jack's finally going to get Victor, Victor comes back. So I'm glad to see that. Just you like to when see- you think, wow, Jack Jack didn't didn't necessarily win the war. At least he won a battle. Oops. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe he actually didn't even win the battle. Yeah, exactly. it's it, it, it's been my my cross to bear for as long as I've been there. But you know what? It has paid the bills for 23 years. Yeah, well, it's a lot of fun. And it's so much fun watching you two go at it um, as well. But, yeah, it, it, um, it, it's great. It's great fun, and we're both very grateful for the for the entity that is there. Yeah, yeah. I got a chance to. I met him for the first time as well when I came to the the, the, the party, and it was such a pleasure to meet him and everyone else there. I was. I'm very thankful for Angelica for inviting me, and it was a it was a dream come true to be able to see not only all of you but also the sets and everything. That's great. You were there day. for a great gathering. Yeah. Well, fans, if you want to say hello to Mr. Peter, then uh, go ahead and call in now three four seven two one five nine five zero three. I'm gonna play my quick promo, and then we got some callers. So I'll be right back. Great. Thanks. 
Jimmy. For all the latest entertainment news, show schedule, and archive shows, check out onairwithdouglas.com. And would you like to be a guest co-host with Douglas? Just help book a guest you and there. you can spend the hour with the guest. Contact onairwithdouglas at gmail.com for more. Today's show is sponsored by SoapStyle.com, where you can get all the latest fashion trends from daytimes to bold and the beautiful. For more information, go to SoapStyle.com. Now back to the show. Is Jimmy there? Hello. Oh, there we go. I think Peter was trying to get all of you. Hi there. Doug, Doug, you still there? Yeah, we're here. All right. Hi. I was gonna, I'm going to bring on your first caller here. Um, Eric, code 510, you're on with Peter. Go ahead. Hello. Eric, code 510. Yes, Hi there. Five. How are you? It's Peter Bergman. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who who am I talking to? Uh, oh my god! Oh, I was actually talking to somebody else. <laughs> this is me. Do you want to be my friend? Hello. You, yes, you have a question. Okay, this is Eve. Oh, hi Eve. Anyway. Welcome, to, Eve, Eve. Welcome to hi. the show. Go ahead. Go ahead with the question. Uh, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to ask now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, um I I just wanna say that I like I love you as Jack Abbott. I've watched you for years. I watched you when I mean I've watched the show for years. I mean I, I was there when you first came on the show. You took over for Terry Lester and he was he was good and all, but I, I really prefer you as Jack Abbott. I mean, you were just like the bomb. And <laughs> well, I, I wanna see you put Victor through a wall too. <laughs> oh, thank it. you. Thank you, yes. <laughs> We'll we'll start a oh campaign, god. a national campaign to put Victor through a wall. Yes! Oh my god! I was like, he's like he's the guy, the guy like you, you love to hate. I was like, like you hate him, but then he makes you cry because because of yeah. something. And then I was like, then he does something that makes you hate him all over again. And I was like, really? I was like, exactly. He's just like yeah. he's the worst. And I was like, yeah. I think Jack, Jack Jack never man. gets to, Jack never gets to cry. He just wants to hit him all the time. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like, does this have to, I mean, it's like, I know it's just a show, but there's like times I'm sitting there and I'm watching, and I'm like, dude, I just want to punch you right now. <laughs> no. I mean, not Jack, but Victor. <laughs> no, Victor, of course. Of course, you wouldn't, tell, you wouldn't tell me about punching me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love you with Jack Abbott. I'm like, I'm like, you better never leave the show either, because if you do, I will, I will, I will. I will be very unhappy. Oh, thanks. I have no immediate plans to leave the show, and I'm very <laughs> grateful that people like you watch. All right. Thank you, Eve, so much for the call. We've got to go to the next one, okay? Thanks. All right, Bye. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You do. All right. Eric, 443, go ahead. You're on with Peter. Hello? 443. Let's try that again. From Baltimore? Yes. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. Hey, how are you? It's Peter Bergman. How you doing? My name's Carl from Baltimore. I've been watching your show since I've been watching your show since I was 12 years old, and you're the best. And keep keep up the good work, and stay there for a long while, and make sure you throw throw Victor off the roof 50 feet down. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. And I and I'm still looking for that script. One day it's gonna come. Jack throws Victor <laughs> off the roof. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you take care. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. you All right. Area code five one five. You are on with Peter. Go ahead. Hi, Peter. Can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, thank you. This is Joan. Um, Doug knows me as J-Dub, but that's a different story. But anyway, um, I, I've been uh, so interested in just listening to what you've been saying tonight. I've watched you pretty much since the show started. Well, I've watched the show since it started and then you since you came on. And um, Terry Lester was wonderful, but you're better. Don't tell him that, okay? Well, you're, you're very <laughs> kind. I love my job. You you just you're so fabulous as Jack with all the women. It's like earlier somebody asked, who would you want to be with? And I was thinking, thinking to myself, I can't decide. I love you and Phyllis, but I love Phyllis and Nick, and so I can't decide. But my question is, you haven't shared a lot of 
personal information about yourself other than being hired onto the show. So is there anything you would care to share with us about well, yeah, I can tell, right sure. that's, that's a good. That's a good question. We haven't talked about that. You know, uh, uh, the nature of these jobs. It sounds like I have this incredibly glamorous life. That you know, we you know, I leave work and I go home, and, and my wife's in high heels, and we go off to nightclubs. No, I have. <laughs> I have such a boring life, you would you would be amazed. I am a dad. I have two grown children. I have a wife that I've been married to for 28 years who's been through all of this stuff with me, who has been, you know, my best friend through the whole thing. Um, uh, at home, I, I, I play the piano. I started playing the piano when I was 20 years old, and uh, and I'm actually getting pretty good at it now. Um, and uh, I do lots of uh, running and and uh, cycling and things to stay in shape because at this age I'm determined that the acting I'm now doing for free they pay me to stay in shape. So yeah, that's a, there's some personal stuff. How's that? That is fabulous. But I have to ask, since you said the piano, then does Melody Scott Thomas give you lessons? Because I know she personally plays the piano as well. Uh, uh, what Melody? Is that who, is that who you asked? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. 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 No, I've never played the piano with Melody, and and I'm and I'm very impressed with how well she can play the couple of classical pieces she plays on the show. Okay, very so she never gives you lessons though, because she was also I I, I thought I understood that she was trained. Okay. No, but you know great. she 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 has she has a, a, a kind of a classical music background, and uh, the only time she's ever heard me play is at Christmas time. Uh, on the set, uh, when back when Nikki and I were married, I used to play Christmas carols on the on the the, the piano at the at the Newman Ranch. Oh, that's so awesome! Okay, thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it, Peter. You bet. Nice talking to you, Joan. You thank too. You. Take care. <laughs> thank you, Joan. Bye bye. Thanks, Doug. All right, we got a couple more to go before we let you go. Uh, area code seven zero four. You're on with Peter. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, my name's Pam, and I'm from North Carolina. Oh, fantastic, Pam. And I've been watching uh, Young and Restless since before the Abbots even were thought about. And, wow. Uh, I just have to say, it took me a while to get used to you as uh, playing Jack on the show, but I'll right. have to say, you you have made the part your own, and I cannot see anybody else playing it. Oh, well, that's very, very sweet for you to say that. You know, here's a, here's a funny story. For for people like you who remember the Brookses and the Fosters and, you know, the original families of, of Genoa City, when you see us at the Genoa City Athletic Club, if we're in the restaurant, over the fireplace is this portrait of these four men up there, and there's a plaque underneath it, and it says William J. Bell. Oh, I wish I could remember. There's Prentice. There's Foster and there's Brooks. They're, they're the, the names of the original families of, of Genoa City. And the only way you'd ever read it is if you were on the set. Uh, mm-hmm. But but it's always there, and you you know, and it's always a reminder to the actors who are there. Yeah, there were four families before the Abbots even existed. Yeah, and before Victor came along, and that's um... right, before Victor <laughs> fought his way into town. <laughs> but I think one of the funniest scenes was when. Uh, I think Victor had this heart attack, and you left the room and kicked his hand. Oh, God bless you. I loved that moment. I loved that moment. <laughs> what I loved most was the, that the camera actually captured it. You know, I heard one, it was a mistake, or you know, it was. It, it was almost a mistake that 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 they that they caught it. It wasn't a mistake that I kicked his hand. I planned it. It, it wasn't written in the script. I just did it. And uh, and Eric's hand, you know, the actor, you know, he had to he had to be playing dead because uh, his hand had to move, and it was just such fun. When I when it aired on television, I thought that is that is hate of the purest kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lovely moment. Well, thanks. Um, I loved it too. Uh, just one more thing: uh, if anything ever happens to the show, and I when. Uh, Oh, what's her name? Came in and she was redecorating the living room. Oh in Jack's yeah. House in Abbott Mansion. 
Uh, I was so afraid she was going to get rid of that Egyptian relief that's hanging on the wall at the stairwell. You and me. I was so worried that they they were going to turn it into a a modern art museum, and I hated it. I hated it. So so you're not alone. But uh, I want that relief. If something ever happens to Y&R, I want that relief. (laughs) I've, I've been to Egypt, and I'm... I'm all into Egyptian history and everything, and I've always liked that. And when oh, I thought, uh, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And I won't. <laughs> <laughs> if I never get call. anything else off that show, I want that one. <laughs> well, it's been fun talking to you. Thanks for calling from North Carolina. And thanks for talking to me. You bet. Uh, Thank you. Bye bye. All right, we got Erica two eight one. So that's uh, someone from the Houston and Texas area. Go ahead, you're on with Peter. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, hi Peter. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. How are you? I'm great. Um, I just want. Um, I'm a big fan of yours because I've been watching. Um, well, I've been watching for a while since before Terry Lester left, and then you came on. Oh, so boy, yeah, we go way back. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I just wanted to find out. Um, so I really love you with Phyllis. I'm glad that they put you guys together. So what made them decide to try you guys out again as a couple? Well, it, it is it is great fun for us. We we are good friends. My wife loves Michelle. Uh, uh, Michelle has a little daughter that we adore. Um, uh, yeah, she's a she's a she's a part of our family, uh, Michelle, and uh, and so working with her is a great joy to me. I think she's really talented, and there's something about Jack and Phyllis that's just fun. They just yeah, I have, agree. They have fun together. Um, uh, he uh, and he loves her for who she is. He's not trying to make her something she isn't. Okay, and then also you had mentioned um, you wanted to bring back the vacuum, though Eileen is in days. Um, I remember you used to work with Brenda Epperson when she paid for uh-huh. Ashley. How did you like? Her as Ashley. Well, listen. I, you know, I all all of the women that have played Ashley have been uh, terrific. In my mind, you know, uh, uh, somebody sold me on the idea that there's all, always been one Ashley, and that's uh, Eileen Davidson. Um, I but, agree. But but I've worked very successfully with uh, with Brenda Epperson and with others uh, with the Sherry Shattuck, and uh, um, there have been others who played Ashley, and uh, but I want Eileen back. Yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> all right, thank you so much for your call. A pleasure talking thank to you. Thank you. Pleasure talking uh, to you, too. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, our last call for tonight, area code 443. Go ahead, you're on with Peter. Hi, this is Linda from Baltimore. Hi, Peter. Hi, Linda. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Linda. It's um, Peter Bergman. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. Oh, I wanted to let you know that me, my family, and my friends have been watching you on the show for years, and you are terrific. Well, I I I love my job, Linda. I really do. I I literally, when I get to my dressing room in the morning, they have a script sitting there, usually you know a new script for next week, and I cannot wait to open it to find out what's going to happen to Jack next. I mean that seriously, and I've been doing this for 23 years. I mm-hmm. still can't wait to see what happens next. Well, that's a long time. You are so terrific on there. How can you um, memorize all of that? You know, it's the only thing I really have to do, and I've gotten better and better at it. But I'm telling you, today I have I have a whole bunch of scenes tomorrow with Beth Maitland, with the girl that plays my sister uh, Tracy, and uh, and oh man, I I've, I've spent three hours today working on lines. Wow, three, three three hours. Uh, 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 trying to memorize these lines because I'm doing all the talking and it goes on for pages and pages. Uh, it's more than one show that we're taping tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, but it's part of the job. That's what the job is: uh, memorize mm-hmm. my lines and stay in shape. You are my favorite actor on there. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're so <laughs> kind to say that, Linda. Oh, and thank you for accepting me on Facebook. I'm proud to be your friend on there too. Oh, oh, well, you know what? I'm I'm surprised to hear that because I never set up a Facebook account. 
Oh no, you do. So somebody somebody's doing that uh, for me. I, I don't know who that is, but but uh, but uh, uh, I'm happy to have a friend on the radio. I'm happy to talk to you, and actually, really, I'm going to be your friend for life and your fan. You are great. Well, great, and thank you for calling in today. Okay, we all love you, Peter. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I wanted to touch base real quick with another Abbott, who's also now a Finmore all of a sudden, uh, Jill Abbott, played by Jess Walton. Uh, uh, I, I miss the 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 banter between you, you, you both of your characters, and I, I miss you know, a lot. People talk all the time about, you know, what's great about working on a daytime show, and what's great is you're there for so long, you develop lots of history with the other characters. When I <laughs> step on the set with Jess Walton, I feel so secure because because she and I have mountains of history together, mountains of history, years and years, and it's just great fun. She's a joy to work with. Oh uh, yes, and I'm, I, mean, I know she moved up north to work and to be with her family. But I'm glad that they brought her back to work on different storylines. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, I love that they brought her back. Yeah. Well. Peter, this has been a true honor, uh, not only for myself, but for all the fans. Uh, you know, we don't hear much. Uh, this is really why I wanted to do a show like this, to be able to get the fans in touch with their favorites. I'm thankful so much to uh, Jimmy for help setting this up, so I appreciate Jimmy for doing that. Well, it's been a joy for me, Doug. You have a lovely audience. It was fun talking to them and talking to you. You clearly do know the show, and you're pretty darn informed about what I do, and I, <laughs> and I appreciate that. No problem. I hope to see you sometime on set. Uh, I, I hope we see there. each other again soon. All right. Thanks so much, Peter, for for being with us tonight. And uh, uh, we'll talk. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to our show with Peter Bergman. Uh, Sorry about the uh, crazy uh, little brief moment of silence. Uh, I'm in the middle of mountains in Bakersfield, California, so the Internet kind of went out for life then. So anyway, be sure to listen to the replay if you missed uh, the whole interview. Um, And thank you again for Peter for a part of our show today. Also, uh, don't forget, next Wednesday, I have Doug Davidson on the show, who plays Paul Williams for the last few decades. So we're going to be continuing celebrating Young Neurostless' 40th anniversary uh, throughout the month, and we've got some more big uh, surprises in store for you as we are back uh, every Wednesday going forward. So thank you so much for everybody, and uh, we'll uh, see you later. Good night, everybody. For a full archive of past shows and the upcoming schedule, check out onairwithdouglas.com. Do you need help getting promotion out to our thousands of listeners? Contact us at onairwithdouglas at gmail.com for more information. And be sure to check out our new weekly topical show, Sunday Nights. Until next time, thanks for listening to our show.